0: all right everybody welcome back to another episode of slaying the sale with kyle slaymaker you all know me by now because i'm just that awesome but let's talk about somebody else that is just as if not even more awesome that is our guest today brian wright brian you are a man that wears many hats and very successfully so i will kick it over to you and you can introduce yourself go for it brother
1: all right well thank you so much kyle for having me here this is gonna be a lot of fun What I do currently uh, is I host a weekly radio show called Success Profiles Radio. I interview some of the most successful people in the world and learn what they did, what they overcame, and the lessons we can learn from them. Uh, Four years ago plus, I spun that off into a magazine, so I publish Success Profiles magazine, and I also help people write their books, whether it's coaching or whether it's ghostwriting for them. So my overarching mission is to help people get their message out in a much bigger way so that we can all experience their brilliance.
0: Man, that's that's perfect. Yeah, I was that was one of the most well done intros I've had on the show. You were you were ready for it.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. So
0: let's uh, let's just jump right into it, right? Because you know entrepreneurship, you know people, you know living life on their own terms. That's really what this show is all about, and right. providing the inspiration for anybody who's listening to either live life better than they have or start you know their own thing, living how they want to live. Um, what brought you to, to where you're at?
1: I think I wanted to have greater control over where my life was going. And I realized that was a choice and it took a while for me to realize that it was a choice. I was going from job to job. I think probably the longest I ever really held a job was maybe four or five years. Uh, sometimes that was my choice and sometimes it wasn't, but it's all good. It all worked out for the right reasons in the end anyway, but I just realized after a while that I wanted to do my own thing and I wanted to help people do what I wanted to help people with and that was getting their message out. And I just decided I just didn't wanna follow other people's rules anymore because a lot of them are just dumb and I didn't wanna be beholden to a time clock. I didn't wanna be told when I could go on break. I didn't wanna be told when I could go on vacation. In fact, there was one job that was going to start in December and I said, by the way, I'm going home for a week at Chris's time. He's like, no, you can't. I'm like, why not? He's like, because I mean, none of my employees who have been with you for a long time are taking that week off. You're not either. I'm like, well, then I guess I'm not starting here. So I decided not to even take that job Good because you. I'm not going to, I'm not, I mean, family is first. You're a stranger, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was just not going to go down that road. And I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't have lasted very long anyway at that place anyway. So I love having the time freedom, and I love being able to help people write their books. I love doing my show. I love publishing my magazine. And in fact, when my dad passed away last year in February, I was able to experience the, well, the freedom to keep working whenever I could. My priority was to help my mom during that time, of course, settle dad's dad's affairs, run errands, see the funeral home, visit the attorneys, whatever we had to do. And I just made myself available. But I was able to do that while I was back at home in Iowa. If I would have had a job, and there's nothing wrong with having a job if you really love that and that's where your mission is, but I would have been fired long ago. I took four and a half weeks off. No job would have let me do that.
0: Yeah, it's it's ama- It's one of the most liberating things, right? When yeah. you're able to truly make your own schedule and still make it right? You're still able to survive. You're still able to thrive and bring in the money Mm -hmm. that you need to, to support your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, what is your, I mean, I mean, it sounds like that may have been the most impactful moment for you. Then you realized Mm -hmm. you were able to do that. Um, what other moment sticks out for you? What's one of your favorite parts of, of
1: entrepreneurship since you went into business for yourself? Wow. I, I love that. I, I love when a client loves their book, and I love when we get to number one on Amazon. In fact, I had a client book launch last week and we got to number one. And I, I love the network that I'm in. I love Apex and you and I are both in that. But I love how helpful and supportive the people around me are. And when you have your own business, you can choose your own crowd that you run around with. You are not stuck with whoever else they hired. <laughs> I
0: think that's so important. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, when I think back of, of, you know, the jobs that I've had before starting my business, um, yeah. you were kind of beholden to the network that they put you in. Yeah. Right. Like if, if they sent you to networking events, you went to, you know, stuff that they paid for that you had to act a certain way, you had to sell a certain way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're able to do stuff on your own, the sky's the limit. I mean, you want to put yourself in the room with, you know, billion dollar earners, you put yourself in the room with billion dollar earners and it's, it's amazing.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. You can go to events that are aligned with who you are and what your purpose is. In fact, a lot of times I go to events, not just because of the people who are speaking, but because of the people that I will get to meet and I get to create my own opportunities. In fact, uh, the last few events I've gone to, I've gotten leads and sales directly related to uh, the people that I've met at those events. And that's awesome. It, it really is. Um, you know,
0: you're obviously not my first apex guest that I've had on my first one was Miranda and that, yeah. that podcast just took off with thousands of downloads. Nice. Um, and it's, it's just so interesting how you don't really see it in the corporate world, right? You don't really see all the, all these people that genuinely want to see you succeed just as much as they want to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a, a story or, or aha moment when you realize that's the type of people you were surrounding
1: yourself with? I think when I started joining masterminds paid masterminds, mind you, because I mean, you can go to events for free, but when you are paying an entry fee to get in the door, that group is vetted somehow because they all paid two. And when they're paying more money, now that group is really vetted because those people are serious. And so I think a lot of people, when they get started, when they uh, when they start out and, and perhaps rightfully so, they may not have much of a budget to get their business started. And so you pick the low hanging fruit and that's how you start. But as you get more established, and as you start building a reputation, and you start building your income, and you start building your pipeline, and start building sales, you can afford to do some of the things that you really, really need to do to build your business. And I would argue, in some respect, you can't afford not to, because people out there need your message and they need who you are. And the longer you hold yourself back by thinking small, the longer you are depriving that person who needs you from experiencing you.
0: Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I had. It's, it's so incredible when I look back and I see the, the growth that I've made over these past few months of even being in a paid mastermind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I think you hit the nail on the head by saying people take it a lot more seriously. Yeah. You know, when you're dropping, you know, $12,000 a year, when you're dropping 50 to $150,000 a year mm-hmm. to be in these masterminds with people that have built and run businesses that are making, I mean, well over $100 million a year, multiple mm-hmm. businesses on, from one person. Yeah. um you take it so much more seriously you you, do. you really listen to what's being said and you yeah. implement it and that's what's amazing i mean that's how you and i met i've watched right. you implement i've watched yeah. all these other people i met it's been fantastic um yeah do you have one thing you would change about entrepreneurship
1: part of me wishes i would have believed in myself sooner so that I could experience the benefits of this sooner, but I wasn't in a place in my life where I felt ready, and I had to get over myself. That's also really
0: interesting. Yeah. I think you know it's, it goes to imposter syndrome a little bit, which you mm-hmm. know we all experience on all levels. Mm-hmm. How how did you get over that?
1: I think I started meeting people who spoke life into me. Chris Whitehead is my coach. He and I met a decade ago, outside, of, way outside of Apex. Um, and we became really great friends. And he is now my coach. He's the one that brought me into Apex. And he didn't bring it up until he thought I was ready for it. Because I, I had some inner work that I had to do first. And, and he did too. I mean, he would be the first one to tell you that he wasn't ready to be where he is now 10 years ago. He had to go through some things and I had to go through some things. But here we are. And it took me a while to, to be really, really ready. But last year in late April, I called him and I said, we need to talk about something. He's like, what? And we had a conversation of almost an hour and a half long about why I should join Apex and what I can expect from it. And just the way that I, the way that I should approach being in Apex. And it was great. And after a million dollar mastermind last year, which is a huge event that Ryan Steumann and Apex Breakthrough Academy throws on, I didn't get to go, but he reached out to me that following Monday and said, are you ready? I knew exactly what he was talking about. I said, yes, I'd had enough time to thinking about it. I'm a Taurus. I like to marinate and think about things, but I had had months. To be really frank, I had had a chance to think about it for months and now I was ready to pull the trigger and I did. So on May 3rd last year, I joined Apex. And my life has changed.
0: Yeah, it's it's so interesting. I mean, obviously, I've, I've had plenty of conversations with Chris as he's, you know, the Apex executives coach. Right. Um, and I mean, it's such a humbling experience whenever you talk to Chris. Yeah. Right. Because he genuinely, like I touched on earlier, he wants to see everybody else succeed to the level yeah. that he is as well. Yeah he wants people to be on you know ryan stewman's level and, and likewise um you know so it's it's awesome and the fact that you've known chris for so long i mean, I mean chris has done fantastic things for me and my business yeah um, and i'm always forever grateful for anybody that i've you know come across that's helped me through the way aside from chris is there mm-hmm. anybody outside of apex that's been a huge influence for you
1: i would have to honestly say my parents And, you know, it's interesting when you are in that moment and and you're with my family, you don't always see the great lessons. And when my dad passed, it really forced me to think about that a lot more. You know, losing my dad over a year ago was really hard. I mean, I cried almost every single day for six weeks, it hit me much harder than I thought it would. But I knew in that moment that I would eventually write a book about the greatest lessons that I ever learned from my dad. And it took me about six months to really get to a place where I was finally ready to really entertain that idea, invited a bunch of people to collaborate. And in December, this book happened, the greatest lessons I learned from my dad. So you turn your mess into your message. You turn your pain into something that can help a lot of other people. And people who were part of this book said, writing this was really therapeutic. Thank you for this experience and thanks for creating this opportunity. And I would just always say, thank you for participating. I really appreciate it
0: it's, I'm telling you, the, the world works in such mysterious ways, right? Like, so mm-hmm. it's awesome right. that you you said that, you know, you turn your mess into a message. Um, mm-hmm. I just did, I don't know if you saw it yet, but I did my closer contest video on the death of my little brother. Yes. Um, and it ended up being like 45 minutes long. Yeah. Um, and it's the exact same thing. I've received a flood of messages from people saying, oh my God, it was so inspiring to see you tell that story and be vulnerable to cry on camera and put it out there on the internet. And you're you're right. You know it's people like you and I. Um, we almost feel like we have a duty to share our message with the world, to mm-hmm. share our pain with the world, to show people that no matter what shit you go through, no matter how hard it is, you can get by. You can get through it, right? The other side. What's on the other side of struggle? Success. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's awesome. And I love that you used it to write a book and you had people collaborate on it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Do you have any other books in the
1: works? Yeah. The Greatest Lessons I Learned From My Mom is scheduled to come out in about four to six weeks from now, maybe sooner. And now I also have a, a series of the greatest lessons I learned from being an entrepreneur. In fact, there's enough interest that there will be three volumes. There's still a few spots left. So if you are <laughs> an entrepreneur and you want to share some of the greatest lessons that you learned from being in business for yourself, let me know and I will let you know more about that.
0: Awesome. I'll make sure to put your contact details in the show notes. Um, Do you have any parting advice for anybody that's either in entrepreneurship right now or thinking of being an entrepreneur? What do you got for them?
1: I think you need to realize that you do have value in the world. I think you need to figure out how you can help the world. If you are not sure, ask people, if I was to, for example, write a book, if I was to start a business, if I was to do X, what would you expect me to do? And it's interesting because it, if you're thinking about starting a business, and you're not really sure what you want to do. I, I think other people can see your strengths more clearly than maybe you can sometimes because we tend to sell ourselves really way short. So I would say just get started and get over yourself and stop thinking small and think about how you can change the world. This is not just about you and your life. This is about how you can impact other people. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Brian, where can people get a hold of you? They can find me uh, on Facebook. They can find me on LinkedIn. My site is writeabookforyou.com. And if anyone wants to book a call with me to talk to me about you know, writing a book or or business or anything like that, they can go to callwithbrian.com.
0: Perfect. All right, guys, you heard it here. Brian is absolutely a rock star. I know him very well. I'm proud to run in the same circles with him. Reach out to him. Like he said, he's got a few spots left for his book. I promise you. That you will end up being in a best selling book, knowing mm-hmm. Brian the way I do. Mm-hmm. Take him up on the offer. Reach out to me. I can put you in contact with him. I'll put his contact in the show notes for anybody that uh, forgot it by now that already just mm-hmm. listened to it. Yep. Um, and just start making your dreams a reality. Brian's living proof of it. I'm living proof mm-hmm. of it. So I appreciate everybody that was listening today. Thank you very much, Brian. It's always a pleasure talking to you, brother. Take care. You too. Thank you so much, Kyle. Thanks for joining us this week on Slaying the Sale. If you're interested in knowing more about Kyle, make sure you head over to his website, theslaymakermethod.com, and pick up a copy of his best-selling books. Then, head to Facebook to join his private group, Slaymaker Sales Mastery, to become the number one salesperson in your company. And until next time, remember to keep slaying the sale.